0: Praised be Jesus Christ,
1: now and forever. I'm Alexandra Sullivan,
0: and I'm Father Connolly.
1: Welcome to Raising Saints, helping kids hear God's voice.
0: We're a priest and a mom who are eager to do our best to answer kids' questions about God, the church, the faith, and more. Most importantly, to help them to grow in their relationship with God, and ultimately, hear His voice. Father Connolly. Hi, Mrs. S. <laughs> How are you? I'm, I'm well, thank you. How are you?
1: A little sleepy. Yeah. Yeah, a little tired, but we'll be good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Is that Lent fatigue, you think, or just life fatigue?
1: <laughs> it's or just, both? I, I don't know. It's just one of those, I didn't sleep well and I feel tired. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Nothing in particular, really. Mm. How are you?
0: Well, I know I have such an energizing presence, so hopefully that'll help.
1: Yeah. I'll just I'll snap right out of it. Best part of waking up. <laughs> Except it's 8 I p.m. I <laughs> can't, can't have coffee now.
0: <laughs> well, speak for yourself.
1: Oh, no. That would be a disaster. <laughs> My goodness. Oh, boy. All right, so
0: fruit of the bean, work of the machine. Sorry,
1: let's keep let's stay on target.
0: Yes, so today we're in going doubt. to oh, you're skipping ahead. Missy. Oh,
1: <laughs> sorry, let's <say> a prayer.
0: <laughs> you might be the principal in your home school, but
1: that's right. On the chaplain. <laughs> yes, thank you, thank you for keeping us oh. on the straight and narrow.
0: All right. So, why don't you lead us in prayer then? <laughs>
1: <laughs> just, just throw that, throw that at me. All right. Yeah. The, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy, Holy Mary, Mary, Mother, of, Mother of, God, of
0: God, pray for, for us sinners,
1: sinners now and at oh, the, hour, and at of the hour
0: of our death. Amen. Amen. In
1: the, name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. When in doubt, to yeah. Hail Mary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. She's great. That's we right. That more often. She needs to hang out with our family anyway. So.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So tonight, today, whenever this. Is, <laughs> tonight,
0: tonight.
1: We are we are answering a kiddo's question.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But we cheated because it's my own kid.
0: <laughs> you know what that means. What does that mean? More folks need to send us questions.
1: That's right. That's right. So,
0: Raising Saints Podcast at gmail.com. Send mm-hmm. us your
1: questions, folks. Please do. Or on social media or however you find us. Send yeah. us questions. We'll so, have fun trying to answer them. In we the meantime, will. Yeah. So,
0: this is from Little John, right?
1: It is from Little John. So, we'll play very, it.
0: Very inquisitive.
1: Yeah. Isn't very it funny? Good. Isn't it funny? Like, what topics? like the kid, kids, each kid focuses on. It's very interesting to me. All right. So we'll play that.
0: Why didn't St. Thomas believe that Jesus rose from the dead?
1: So little John wants to know about St. Thomas. So what do you think? Why do you think St. Thomas didn't believe Jesus had risen from the dead?
0: too good to be true <laughs>
1: probably right i mean think about it if you were there it's
0: too good to be true
1: yeah
0: i i it sounds like i'm like i'm being silly but i actually think in short that would be the answer
1: right
0: it's just too good to be true because you think about if we could put ourselves in their shoes or their sandals for mm-hmm. that matter <laughs> mm-hmm. um Putting ourselves in their shoes, they've left everything behind yeah. to follow this man Jesus for years. Right? You think about three years. That's not insignificant. That's almost all of seminary. <laughs> <laughs> that's a long time. It is. That you know, um, three years devoted to Jesus, and. With the hope that the mounting hope that's growing more and more throughout the course of those three years, that you know, this, this, there was something compelling about him in the beginning, but now, I mean, gosh, this could really be the guy like this, Mm -hmm. he could, and that could be becomes, um, this definitely is, this Mm. is the long awaited one. This is, think about the faith of Martha after the death of her brother Lazarus. She's mourning, but she's still able to say, no, no, I'm, I'm mad at you. (laughs) You could put it in our terms, right? So just a brief aside, I think it's helpful. That scene, right? Jesus has arrived after waiting, after waiting, you know? Yeah. What's he waiting for? Um, And he gets there and his friend Lazarus is dead and Martha and Mary, Lazarus' sisters, there they are mourning. And, and Martha would be understandably despairing, right? right. What's going on, this isn't um, what we thought, this isn't the plan. We also don't know how Lazarus died, so it's, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, well, no, I don't think. No, we don't.
0: We don't. No. I mean, it's probably tragic. You think they're contemporaries, they're in their early thirties?
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Um, i would be like if there's an episode of Friends Right, the one where Chandler died, like that'd be the, the <laughs> horrible, yeah. What what's going on? And Martha, anyway, what's my point? She has this great faith. She says, "No, no, I, I'm not happy with you." Yeah. But I know that you. I have come to believe you are the the Messiah, the Son of God, right. the one who's coming into the world. Yeah. And so I think she also stands as a good counterpoint to, um, to Saint. Thomas. We're talking about his lack of faith
1: mm-hmm.
0: and her miraculous faith.
1: Mm-hmm. So But yeah, is, this man is he really I mean, is he really, it's not that he lacks faith because then immediately afterwards, you know, what his response is once he sees Jesus, yeah. but he's, he's
0: doubtful, so I,
1: right? He's doubting. Right. Yeah. Right.
0: And I think that's something that each of us wrestles with. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. When something, but, especially when something terrible is happening, right? This is terrible. <laughs> right. right? So,
0: but we've, so anyway, we've, I mean, we've seen, right. So Jesus will tell him, um, you believe because you've seen blessed are those who have come to believe without having seen mm-hmm. in a, in a sense, we haven't seen like Thomas has, but
1: right.
0: in a sense we've seen, right. So even in those moments of doubt, we say, but I I've witnessed to the the Lordship of Jesus. I've witnessed mm-hmm. to the divinity of, of Jesus. And um, But I think there is this moment we can say he lacked faith. He didn't <laughs> have faith. In fact, so I, busted out the old catechism oh good because i wanted yeah the the trusty catechism of the catholic church um this in the bible i always think of a a song when i see this book so it really is more fitting for the bible but i was in a play in high school called how to succeed in business without really trying Mm -hmm. the whole thing's about a book that's teaching guy how to climb through and he's this book is all that i need
1: (laughs) And, and thank you so let, let me just summarize. So in this story, because maybe some, some people listening don't know the whole story. So in the story, Jesus has been crucified. He was put in the tomb. And that is where we, well, several people attest to having seen Jesus risen. And then he comes and he visits the apostles in the upper room. But Thomas is not there. So... Thomas comes back and the apostles say, we've seen Jesus, right? And then Thomas says, I won't believe until I can put my hands in the wounds. Isn't that true? Isn't that how the story goes, right? Am I missing anything? And then Jesus appears miraculously in the room at that point and invites Thomas to touch his wounds. And then Thomas says, my Lord and my God. So that's that's the gist of the story. So why did he not believe when everybody else told him so tell us I, just
0: good just a, a word on faith right and that's why we got out the the catechism because again i think we can doubt which what does it mean to doubt you know not really to to believe it can be true that you're telling me that jesus is is risen i that that can't be true i doubt that mm-hmm. um so the catechism tells us um, and I'm just going to quote it and then maybe we can talk about it for, for a minute, but um, faith is a personal adherence of the whole man to God who reveals himself. It involves an ascent of the intellect and will to the self-revelation God has made through his deeds and words. So it'll go on then to say to um, Believing is a human act, conscious and free, corresponding to the dignity of the human person. Um, And there's more here about, but, okay, this is what I was really looking for. Faith is a supernatural gift from God. In order to believe, man needs the interior helps of the Holy Spirit. So in a nutshell, faith is not something we can just study and say, oh, okay, that makes sense. I got it. Mm-hmm. faith is a gift that god gives us um because he loves us so much and he wants us to be with him he wants us to pray to him to talk with him um to tell him we're sorry when we've sinned to thank him for the good things in our lives not because of any sort of self-serving pleasure that he he gets out of our praise out of a, but because it's good for us mm-hmm. he wants like a good father what's good for us Right. He knows that it's good for us to worship him. Yeah. So he, he, he knows that that is, as the catechism says, supernatural above our nature. That's something that is outside of what we're capable of, of achieving on our own. Um, Think about, you know, learning to ride a bike. I just can't do it without either the training wheels or better yet, dad, right next to me. Mm-hmm. He's got one hand on me, maybe one hand on the, on, on the bike. And he's guiding me through at that point, riding a bike is supernatural for me. It's above what I can do, right. but I have a good and loving father who's right there with me. Who's keeping me upright and going forward. Okay. Um, so that's what faith is. And of course, he wants that for Thomas, mm-hmm. but we also see that faith means the a, a, a belief right. that you know we say yes. Right. Now maybe it's with God's help, but we're saying yes of yes. our own free will. We're saying I believe. Right. And and Thomas said he didn't. Right. He not <laughs> yeah. quoting him, but he said, yeah. "I don't believe you." Right. He's not calling them all liars. Maybe, you know. They had some uh, some bad figs or something <laughs> <laughs> to start, you know, but he doesn't believe them. So he has that, that crisis, that moment. Um, interestingly, it's not as, and this is something that a good friend of ours, venerable Archbishop Fulton John Sheen, our, our friend. Uh, <laughs> heck yeah he's our friend <laughs> um, he talks about this in his book Life of Christ mm-hmm. he's writing about this episode if you will the post resurrection scene um, he's talking about the kind of disbelief the kind of lack of belief, and he compares Thomas's to what's more common for, for our age wow and he says, his, however, was not the frivolous skepticism of indifference or right. hostility to truth. He wanted knowledge in order to have faith. It is unlike the self-wise who want knowledge against faith. So- You well, wanna show the how before he believe. Yeah, and, and I think how beautiful that, that Sheen recognizes, we can tend to kind of wag the finger at Thomas now with 2000 yeah. years of experience and how we say, Oh, Thomas, you should have known, you should have believed. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, no, no, no. Don't take his unbelief for the kind of cold skepticism that we have in the world today. Right. Cause what, what do you find most of the time with people who don't share the faith that God has given us today? They'll say, Oh, prove it to me. Yeah. Prove it to me. You're saying you, You're you're going to church, you're praying to this God, God is going to help you with that that big test that you have coming
1: up. Prove
0: me that God can do that. And then I'll be.
1: But that's not. You're
0: convinced that God doesn't exist. Right. If he does, he certainly isn't a personal God. Um, Whereas Thomas is saying, This is my whole life, this is Mm -hmm. my everything. I want so badly to believe this, but there's something in me that just can't please show me whereas the others would say yeah give me evidence right give me evidence that proves that I'm wrong um Thomas is saying please give me some evidence to prove that I'm wrong I want to be wrong Please let me be wrong Lord um so it there is something I'm not going to go so far as to say that it's a good thing to doubt that's something we've been fighting against now you know the, the consequences of that yeah for years, but there's something beautiful about how Thomas, um, you can reading it in this way, you can see this yearning that he has. I want so badly to for this to be true.
1: Yeah. What's really, what's really nice about the story at this point is that um, Jesus knows that he's struggling with his belief. Mm. So he comes to him and he, and he gives them that proof. So. Um, and then like, you said, like you said, he said, blessed are those who have not seen. So even though he should have had more faith, um, God doesn't leave him to like be struggling in that unbelief, right? Jesus comes to him and gives him the proof that he was looking for. And I think that's a really beautiful part of the story is that, when we are struggling with our unbelief we can actually turn to god and say i am struggling here help me
0: yeah
1: and he will and yeah. that that's you know we need to make sort of an act of faith there like i want to believe but help me so i don't know it's a, yeah it, i think there's a positive aspect to yeah. the story
0: and so does fulton sheen actually um well we're buddies so if i I can go back to him (laughs) just for a moment because he finishes this chapter a really beautiful sentiment that he says um because he's talking about how yes as you just said um so beautifully he said yes thomas's faith had he not had he believed and not seen would have been stronger but let's not get hung up on that let's thank him for for what he's taught us right he says some gratitude must always however be credited to Thomas who touched Christ as a man but believed in him as God Mm. so when we're tempted to say oh Thomas now now you know you know what thank you but I um if we could shift gears just a little bit something I was pondering this whole thing this thought came to me and um I'd love to hear what, what you think about it. As a mom of of three beautiful kids, um, where's Mary in this scene, right? If Mary's with them, sometimes we, we picture her in Pentecost that um, in the upper room, and it would make sense if you, Jesus from the cross, he, he said, uh, woman, behold your son and to John, behold your mother. And um, so of course that has, the the treasure trove of of just spiritual richness that we've been unpacking since, but it also had very firm cultural roots that um, a woman would be taken care of when uh, widowed, as Mary was right. uh, by her son. Now her son is dying; she would have been left alone on the streets, you know. Um, and so the practical application of that that John is now going to um,
1: take over that role yeah, yeah yeah
0: and um, so so it, it's not unreasonable to think that she's there right um but I just so I have this image and when I when I meditate on this I just imagine Mary there because why did my first question is saying why didn't she step in <laughs> why didn't she say something you know Thomas listen trust me okay mm-hmm. I know this is scary but believe me, if you don't believe any of them, believe me, I'm your mother. Believe right. me, it's real. But she doesn't, she doesn't say a word. And it got me thinking about, you know, well, you know what, maybe <laughs> I'll save that because I want to hear from you. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but not to put you on the spot. I, I know I kind of am, but <laughs> that's okay. Do you, have any, do you have any thoughts about that, especially as a mom? <sighs> um
1: you Why know, we'll just... wouldn't step in? Well, I think Mary of anyone knows the sentiments of her son's heart and what, um, what his mission and purpose was, and she's intimately tied to that. And I think that, um, when she, when she sees her children suffering, she is there to help but i think she also knows what christ's will is in each situation and i would imagine that in this situation she probably intuited or knew in some sort of way that what thomas needed in that moment and that wouldn't have been her
0: yeah
1: that's that's my best guess though
0: yeah so well. I'm, I'm glad I asked you first, because that's a beautiful affirmation of, of what I was thinking. Okay. Um, <laughs> which tells me that either we're both way off or we might be onto something.
1: Oh, look at uh, that.
0: I like that. Because I got to thinking about the role that my mother has played throughout my life and continues to play. And when I'm going nuts, right, when, when I'm just mm-hmm. off the rails about something. Um often, she's not swooping in with instructions, right? Almost never. Okay, here's what you're gonna do and then, you know, do this, do that. But she's there after I've had my, you know freak out, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Folks don't freak out like all the time. but <laughs> No, but um, she's she's there. Yes. And even if it's just to be there as I'm weeping through whatever crisis it is that's going on, Mm -hmm. she's there. And then when I've come to the conclusion, when I've come to a point of understanding, of finally putting the pieces together, Mm -hmm. maybe she's and then I can finally realize that she has been there Understanding this from the start, she knew the whole time she could see it before I could, but I had to see it.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And she's just there. Yeah. I think there's something to that, too. We've talked about this in other episodes, but just how uh, wonderfully God has made us in our differences, and even down to masculinity versus femininity, paternity versus maternity. Mm -hmm. I'm not a dad, but I'm a father
1: your spiritual dad it, if,
0: right? if I see that child of mine in a crisis I want to like fix it up. I'm <laughs> yeah. diving in and I'm yeah. gonna say look here's what we're gonna do and yeah. I could be completely wrong right I usually am but no matter what I just I have this urge to 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 jump in and say no no, no. this is we're, we're gonna fix this we're gonna and I see in, in in my mom and in you and in so many mothers, right? And, and it's so perfectly modeled by Mary that yeah. just there. Yeah. And it's not a, a, a lack of concern. It's not some kind of, um, what's the German word? that Schadenfreude when you're enjoying the pain of
1: someone else. <laughs> wow. Look at that. That's uh, a big word for this time of night. No, it's not that it's, um, it's more of a, it's just,
0: this has to happen. Yeah. Can't Explain why. I just know. Yeah. This has got to play out. And when it has played out, I'll be here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's a good summary because you, you can't, um, each person has to go through their own things. You, You, you don't learn and you don't grow when someone's constantly, um, fixing for lack of a better word um, or swooping in and trying to take that situation away. So
0: and imagine the pain that must've caused her. Yeah. Right. And I'm sure a no- she Yet is another sorrow but... for her immaculate heart Yeah. that she knows in her bones that these are her children now. Yeah. Um, and to see your child have such a crisis of faith, and not just in the sense that, oh, I don't know if this is going to work out. No, this, yeah. Thomas's whole life has come crashing down. Yeah,
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, you know better than I do. I think that pains a mother's heart more than we can understand.
1: Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. And, but there's, but there's almost nothing. I mean, every mother who's had a child fall away from the faith can probably tell you there's not a lot um that that the parent can control right. besides pray, besides praying for them. Yeah. And being it's, there it, as a as a like a companion along the way. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's just amazing to me to think about and spend time with um what was going through her mind. You know, what was she thinking? What was what memories did she have? You know, was she remembering because um, she, you know, she could have had similar moments earlier on. Um, I, I I'd say could have, because uh, as I'm saying that, I also realized she was given an extra heavy dose of Holy Spirit, right? Right. Which, as the Catechism tells us, is necessary uh, for faith. Hers mm-hmm. would then have been. I mean, she's just steady as she goes, mm-hmm. right? The whole. Mm-hmm time from the con- conception of Jesus until the yeah. resurrection.
1: She um, would have been extra receptive but, to other people's experience of it too. Yeah. So yeah. um being able to empathize in those situations. Yeah.
0: But I just wonder, right? So if she did have any moments of not necessarily doubt in terms of faith that God had a plan and would would work it out the way it needed to be, because that's a given, right? Mm-hmm. But just the human kind of god how are you gonna do this yeah how you know and i wonder then in that moment looking at thomas as and what's thomas doing is he is he crying is he is he getting kind of violent is he (laughs) lashing out at his friends um does he go back and apologize or does it just it's just understood or you know i mean Mm -hmm. so
1: yeah so it's a it's a lot to think about and it's a these are good things for our kids to meditate on too. And, and think through those things like, well, how would you feel in that situation? And yeah. yeah. So. Which serves
0: us wonderfully as a
1: It does. Segue, a good segue. Which I
0: didn't, I didn't mean to.
1: No, look at that but, Holy Spirit. Uh,
0: but that worked out. Yeah. Um, so Alexandra and I have been talking about for next few episodes and I mean, it's not going to be like the new format for the podcast but something no. that we'll perhaps revisit once in a while um doing a sort of not sort of doing a Lexio Divina <laughs> yes right, like a uh, divine reading yes um and this is such a rich form of prayer when you break open scripture and Dive in down to the to the most minute detail, um, slowly and meditatively read through God's Word. Mm-hmm. Try to picture it. Try to visualize it. And this, I think, might be the key for our kids.
1: Yeah, I, I'm you know? I'm so on board. I'm I'm really excited about this. When you suggested it, yeah. Wow.
0: And you you say you've been doing this with your kids, right?
1: I'm trying because that this is what's made the difference in my life. So why wouldn't I do it for them? You know. Um, yeah. Learned... See, I never really did it so much myself. Oh, well, I didn't until adulthood. Yeah. 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 But it's 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 a uh, it changes the, everything. <laughs> it's just like you start thinking about these things, and then those questions lead to thoughts, which you then you can have a conversation with God about them, and you you just learn right. so much. Um. Yeah. So yeah. So we've been. I have a children's a full Bible. It's just, but it's translated in. Um, like children's vernacular, you know, easier for the kids. And we just pick a passage and we read it. And I'll read it once through and then I'll go through it again and I'll pause and I'll direct them through imagining the scene if it's a particularly, um, you know, elaborate scene that we could actually imagine. And then I'll prompt with questions um, What do you think this person felt? What do you think it? was like there what do you see in the scene that kind of stuff and then um we pause for those questions and then we wrap up with a couple of minutes of silence where they're allowed to just they're just supposed to talk to god about whatever they thought about and that's it so yeah i
0: think it's so great for anyone but especially for kids because it's all about the holy use of the imagination
1: yeah, what your kids are uh, so good at.
0: Oh man! So, by the yeah. way, um, if if you could have your son Matthew finish up with my homily for Sunday, that would be great. He's gonna do Alexio of the Gospel and write my homily for me. <laughs> <But laughs> <laughs> anywho, um, so yeah, I think so. We'll we'll set this up a little more in the next episode, but just by way of um, of uh, preview. You know, um, we sort of unintentionally got into it in, in this one, but, um, as you can see, if you slow things down and place yourself in the scene, it's amazing what God will, will share with you. Um, so we invite you to, uh, not just listen to, to that one kind of, um, well, listen to it however you want, but we invite you to listen to it at, as a moment of prayer. All right. And it's going to become a, a moment of prayer for, for all of us together and gather your kids around and uh, your your grandkids or your godkids, whoever it is. And, and we'll do that.
1: Yes, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be good. And we'll try to maybe keep it 15 minutes so it's not too yeah. long, you know, and, and keep it brief so that it could be played. Um, Okay. Father Connolly. Yeah. So before we
0: go, how have you heard God since last time? Um,
1: Well, I, I will just share this brief story and I'm not going to go into all the details, but I listened to a virtual talk from a virtual retreat this weekend and uh, they, this is great. She led us in a meditation. Oh, she she did exactly what we're talking about. The sister. So, um, I sat there on my couch and I was doing the meditation and, um, I was speaking with God and something came up in response to it. And, um, and I was kind of surprised, you know, as I was, I was talking to God and I was like, is that, am I really thinking about this the right way? What not? Um, And then 20 minutes later, I opened up my Magnificat to do the, to read the daily mass readings. And the, what I had been talking about with God was right there in the gospel. Like exactly what I'd been thinking about. Mm. Um, And I was just like, my mind kind of exploded a little bit, you know, Um, and it was just like a kind of a clear, like, no, no, you're on the right track. <laughs> that's what I was trying to say to you. And uh, it, it was just really, really kind of cool. So yeah. What about you? How have you heard God?
0: The last few weekends, we've had first penance for our, uh, little guys getting ready for the first Holy Communion. And that's always a a really, really strong encounter with the Lord because you hearing from from a child making his or her first confession you know you're really given that uh that inside look right on that relationship because kids hold nothing back Mm -hmm. Um, and you teach them enough they're talking to god right they they catch on and um, it's just amazing and not only that but then sometimes family members come back and they'll say um father it's been years since i've been to confession you say awesome yeah i'm glad you're here you know yeah. and you just really feel god's god's presence there um so i don't know what exactly he's saying maybe besides it's you just know like, being a priest is great
1: yeah that's a good message
0: <laughs> share in my merciful uh work here it's yeah it's just yeah.
1: yeah fantastic it's great That's awesome. nice all right so there you have it how we heard god mm-hmm. and um
0: so invite your friends if they haven't been listening to raising saints right yeah we want to maybe start uh, with with well, start with this one start with anyone
1: <laughs> yes but yeah join us but <laughs> join us well, for we've... prayer
0: Binge listen.
1: No, that would be a bad idea. We're not
0: that good to listen to.
1: But God is. We have a lot of tangents. (laughs) So, well, thank you to Little John for his question. And uh, until next time. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to Raising Saints. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and learned something about the faith, the church, and God. Most importantly, We hope you've heard God's voice as he calls out to you in love, as he calls you to a friendship with himself, as he calls you to be a saint. Until next time, God bless you.